Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And girl, I think it is time to absolutely walk away from this table and do you see those two recliners over there in the corner of the cafe? Yep. The overstuffed ones? Yeah. Uh, they have your name and my name on it. And I think we need to ask the barista to bring us our favorite with a long straw so we can just sit there for a little bit. Are you ready? Yes. I need to get in a recliner and have a long straw so I don't even have to hold my cup. I am wiped <laughs> Out. And I know you are too. And you know, it's funny because we think that we're going to have these moments of rest and we're going to have these times when, oh, everything's going to be just rosy. And then life happens. Like today, I had two things on my agenda two, just two, because I really try not to overload my day. And yet, out of the woodwork crawls all these things that demand my attention. And it's not something that I can just say, oh, I'll get to that later. Because nine out of ten times, it's something that is demanding and it has to be attended to right now. Yeah, I had two things on my calendar today, too. Uh, this time right now with you. And then I had an appointment this morning to work out with my student trainer at the university. I've not done this since May, so it's been four months. And uh, I made it through my workout this morning. But ever since, it's like I have no coordinate. Like my muscles are shot. I, I spill things. I drop things. I trip. I appear to be intoxicated because... I cannot make my body do what I want it to do. It's like you exhausted us by 10 a.m. We're done. I don't know where you think we're going, but we need to be in the recliner. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I want to talk about today, because you know that you and I are not alone in this scenario, because I had lunch today with some of our friends and they said the exact same thing. Life is coming at us constantly, constantly. And we are all in the middle of something. And it feels like we're often treading water. Like, am I going to make it out? Like we've been caught in a rip current out uh, on the ocean and we can see the shore, but we can't quite make it there. And and we're going under. And Rachel, I think that that is more normal than it should be. Yes, I love how you said everybody's in the middle of something. <laughs> uh, so my uh, next door neighbor, my, my friend who lives right next door to me, uh, her, her dryer blew. She suddenly smelled like burnt chemical smell and it was coming from her dryer. So she came, this was a couple days ago. She came to my house with a big basket full of dripping wet towels and said, can I use your dryer? So I'm saying, sure, come on in. That was a few days ago. So each day she's at my house with another load to dry. 
She can't get hers fixed. So then um, I'm teaching class. My husband's out of town, and I'm getting texts from my teenage son, Caleb. And he's saying that his car sounds like it's going to die. And, um, you know, what does he do? And, Luann, do I have any idea what to do when a car sounds like it's going to die? Take it out back and shoot it like a horse? I don't know. Take it to a mechanic. We don't text mom in class. But... Uh, so thankfully, apparently, my next door neighbor somehow maybe walked outside or maybe heard the dying car in our driveway. I don't know. But thankfully, he came over and helped Caleb out and got some oil and put it in. And I was really grateful for that. The next day, I had been out running errands. I was trying to get home in time to make Caleb dinner before he had to be at work. Rick's gone. So I, I finally get all my errands done. I get to the grocery store. I get home and I'm like, okay, now I get to be good mom, make him a great meal, send him off for his evening shift at work. And when I pull in the driveway, my next door neighbor is like running at me, waving her hands. Can you please take me to the mechanic? Turns out that day, both of her cars died. Both. One died took it to the shop, she's driving around in the other one, it overheats, breaks down and stops. So then I'm like, okay, Caleb, make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I have to, anyway, the, between the two of us this week, we're, appliances are dying, cars are dying. <laughs> We need to be in a recliner with a long straw. <laughs> yes, we do. And I know that you're sitting here with us and you're saying, amen, yes, I need the recliner and I need to have a break. And we get it. We get it. Because I'm telling you, there are times when it doesn't matter if I schedule in margins of time in my day, something is going to eat it up. It just is. And I know that we're not alone. You have experienced the same thing, maybe even today, or at least this week, where you felt like, oh my word, is it ever going to end? And Rachel, I, I know that you do something with your class that I think is so key. You talk about uh, how we have to have fun. We have to, we have to experience something that is just for fun. And that without that, we can't really be productive with the rest of our life. Can you explain that? Yes. Um, well, that's the, the course that I teach on creativity. And so uh, one of the first kind of concepts that we discuss in this class is the concept of play. If you think back to your childhood, you probably spent the vast majority of your time at play. And play is essentially something that you do for fun. It doesn't have uh, any purpose that you're consciously aware of. Um, you just do it because it feels good or it's, or it's fun and it's entertaining and, it, and you like to, to do it. But actually play does have a purpose. For a young kid who is developing, it is a way that they explore the world um, often without leaving their home or even their head um, as they manufacture, you know, scenarios of being a 
fireman or a superhero or you know a teacher or whatever it is that they're playing but um so so playing helps kids actually develop kids who do not play and this is a key point kids who have very little opportunity to play in their lives wind up having a hard time regulating their emotions so there's an interesting connection between uh play and emotion regulation, uh, which means just emotion management. So, you know, and that, I don't think that changes drastically for adults. There's a, definitely a key childhood period when the brain is forming and the self is forming. But I think even in adulthood, lack of play can inhibit our ability to manage our emotions. And so we wind up needing a recliner and a straw. Okay, so here's what uh, I've noticed just recently, and, and I think this is really key that we're talking about it today, because several years ago, my niece and her husband uh, took me to a museum with their little girl, and at the time she was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old, and it was this very high-end museum in L.A., you know, and everyone was very highbrow there. Well, you know me. That's not who I am. But I love to have fun, and I love <laughs> to play. And so I was so intent on making this an experience for their daughter, my great niece, that when we were finally done playing grown-up and walking around the very fancy Getty Museum, I said, Katie, I'll race you to the exit. And she said, okay, and we took off running through this very high-end museum. And we ran like crazy people, and I thought her parents were going to pass out. Her dad especially, because he holds a very high position in a very corporate setting, and he was mortified that his daughter would be running flat out uh, through this. But it was going to the exit. We were done. And I didn't really see a problem with it, that the old lady and the little girl were running to the exit. So he got very upset, and he kind of called her out. And I was I was so sorry. And I said, oh, honey, I'm so, so sorry that I caused you to get in trouble. And and she was like, it was fun, Aunt Lou, it's fine. So that, so that night, he came to me and he said, you know what? You know why I think I was really upset? Because I didn't do it. And I've forgotten how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, man, you know, mm-hmm. you can do that. And that can be something that you strive to do. Okay, so fast forward I just got back from visiting them, and now their daughter is 15. And he said, I got to tell you what I did the last time we all got together with the immediate family and some friends. I was on my way back from China from a meeting, and I had been so busy and always doing the right thing and staying so busy. And I got... Uh, uh, an opportunity at this show to see these really cool Nerf guns. And I, she's, he said, I've never been around anything like that before. And I thought, hmm, I am going to channel my inner Aunt Lou and I am going to order these. So he ordered a ton of these and 
at the get together, he surprises everyone who are all teenagers now, and they had this all-out war around the the neighborhood and the and the house with these fun toys. And he said, "I have not had so much fun in a very very long time." So channeling his inner uh, Aunt Lou made me smile. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. all need to have fun. So it's really important that we not beat ourselves up for not getting things done. You know, yes, we have to have a to-do list. Yes, we have to be diligent about our work. But even in Proverbs 31, when it talks about the virtuous woman, it says she laughs at the days to come. You know, she knows that you can't always be serious. You've got to get out and play with the kids. You've got to run through the museum and get in trouble. It's okay to be goofy. And you know who I think of when I think of this? I remember. Well, yeah, of course, Carol, our friend who's always laughing and always joking. She makes me laugh. But I'm also thinking about those who are very serious so much of the time, like our friend Andrea at the retreat last year. We had a break. Uh, Our Encouragement Cafe team gets together at the beach every January so that we can just have some planning time, but also just some personal fun time. So Andrea is always so serious and getting things done, and she's behind the scenes girl and always, always stressing and busy. But I got her on Snapchat. And I started recording her with a different voice and a different look. And she got the giggles so bad that she couldn't hardly stand up straight. And we were all laughing like crazy. And it was good medicine. It is good to have fun. You know, I think that part of our, our, our modern day issue uh, with all of our busyness and all of our responsibilities, you know, used to be way back, really our only responsibility was live through today and feed ourselves. <laughs> there, there was no, you know, homes and cars and to maintain and jobs to go to and uh, taxes to pay and all of this stuff. But I I think one of the problems now is, you know, we have so many different stressors, you know, whether it's what's going on at work, what's going on with your family, you know, your appliance, your dryer has died or your car has died on the side of the road. And these things all sort of ratchet up. And some of us have chronic stress that never goes away. You know, we might be caring for a, a sick loved one or a special needs child or something that keeps us in a pretty, um, chronic state of stress. But I think one of the problems is is we don't really know how to get ourselves back down to zero, right? So, and I think that takes a combination of rest and play. And I think we can forget one or the other. So I think some people might have an tendency to want to play when they, you know, they, they, they recognize they're stressed and they need to stop working and focus on something else. And so they might have, you know, things that they enjoy watching on Netflix or they might like getting together with their friends or they might have a sport that they love to do. Um, and, but they might, (laughs) they might do that until the wee hours of the night and not get enough sleep, not get enough rest. And then others of us might be pretty good at the rest. We head to bed early every night, (laughs) um, and we, you know, maybe get up and do our quiet time and we have, we have some rest, but we don't have the play. 
Um, we don't have the laughter. We don't have, uh, you know, there's all kinds of types of play. There's mind play, there's word play, there's, you know, playing games like Scrabble, and then there's body play, which is like, you know, you're, you were describing running around with the Nerf guns or playing tag or playing a sport. Um, there's all kinds of play, and I think all of it has a role. And I don't think we do a good job of balancing work and rest and play. Oh, I totally agree. And there is something that is so refreshing about hearing you say that there's research that tells me I can, (laughs) you know, because we always feel like we need permission, right? We feel Mm -hmm. like, oh my, I can't stop and play because I've got to be an adult. And, And sometimes you see all these signs around that say, I'm done adulting today. Well, that's because we don't, we don't have permission to to just play, to stop and do the things that refresh us and restore mm-hmm. us. And and even in the church setting, you know, a lot of times we're like, well, we have to be serious because God's word is so vitally important. And yes, it right. is. Yes, it is. It is life breathing. It is what restores our soul. But it also is what we need to heed And read those passages that say she laughs at the days to come, that a cheerful heart is a good thing, you know, that we we do have permission. And now there's research that says we can't do the rest of life well if we don't get that part done. For many of us, yes, our church is serious work. (laughs) Our church is, you know, solemn work and church is a an important thing Uh, and we might our church traditions might teach us to rest but not necessarily to play and for some of us it's all the work we're doing at church that requires the need for the rest and the play Um, so you know there's always that 20 percent that's doing 80 percent of the work or whatever the uh the saying is but yeah so i think that's something to think about when you feel like oh i need to be in a recliner with the long straw because i don't i can't even hold my cup um then i think the thing to ask is do i need some rest or do i need some play or do i need both you know, I think mm-hmm. I think so often we we deprive ourselves of both of those things because we're running, you know, full speed ahead, trying to answer the ringing phone, trying to reply to the text, trying to get everybody everything they need when they need it, and we forget what we need. I you know, I've probably talked about this before, but there is a group of gals that I run around with at times and and I don't always make time for this that they do but it's called the laughing group and that's all they do they they are a group of women that the core of them go to my church but it's kind of expanded since then and they are the worker bees the ones that are constantly serving I mean if there's a meal to be made they're going to make it If there is a sick person to care for, they're going to do it. They are always on call to serve. And somebody said, when do we get to just laugh about nothing? And so they started this group called the Laughing Group. And they said there is one requirement. We do nothing redeeming when we're together. Nothing. 
we don't make no. we don't make a card for the sick. We don't we don't cook a meal for anybody. We just show up and for a couple of hours we tell funny stories and we realize we're not in this alone. And Rachel, I think that is the biggie because so often not only do we feel that we need permission to rest or to play, but we feel like we may be the only one who isn't getting the rest and the play that we need. And we feel like, wow, how come other people I see on Facebook or I see that, you know, they're, they're gone again. They're doing something fun and, and I'm over here working like crazy and I'm all alone. Hmm. No, I don't think you're alone. Uh, you know, we're always seeing the, the best excerpts of people's lives on social media. Nobody ever posts a video of themselves cleaning the toilets. <laughs> but somebody's cleaning their toilets at this moment right now. That's not on Facebook. So um, you're not alone, you know. And, I, and I, there isn't a single person on planet Earth, I'm convinced, that does not deal with stress on at least a weekly, if not a daily or hourly basis. And, you know, when stress is happening in our body, our cortisol levels are increasing. And when there's cortisol in our body, um, it causes the neurons in our, in our brain, in our hippocampus, which is the middle of, of the brain, it causes those neurons to, to sort of atrophy and, and subtract and die. So too much stress, never being able to come back down to zero when we're all, you know, hyped up on our cortisol means that um, our ability to learn, uh, our, our ability to learn and retain information gets inhibited. So if you feel like you're having brain fog, part of that might be too much prolonged stress and not enough coming back down to zero through rest and play and emptying your, your system of the cortisol. Oh, wow. So that's a whole lot of information that mm -hmm. we've thrown at you today. But here's what I hope your takeaway is. I hope that this week, maybe even starting tomorrow, you set aside time for you just to play, just to do something that makes you smile, makes you laugh, and gives you that that spirit of that childlike spirit that God talks about you know it, when when we come into that place in our life where we say wow I want to run through the museum I want to shoot some nerf guns I want to play a game I want to do something that is fun and then I'm going to rest I hope that you find time and make time to do that this week because I would love to hear from you next week and you tell us wow it worked because you know what it does well that's all we've got time for today but we can stay in touch on encouragementcafe.com and may the god of hope give you the courage to encourage others we'll see you back here next week Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com.
Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.